The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. If you're ready to get your physical, emotional, and spiritual life in order, Join us for the next hour as we meet some interesting people who will share stories of success and wisdom that you can apply to your own life. Now, here's Dr. Connie. Hello, everyone. The doctor is in, and I'm the doctor. I'm Dr. Connie. Welcome back to House Calls. This is the antidote in today's world to combat the negative news and negative energy that we are surrounded by. And this week got off to a very tragic start, as you all know, with a senseless massacre of 59 people, an injury of hundreds of others, and the largest massacre in U.S. history in Las Vegas this Sunday. They're still investigating the motive and the person or persons involved. And my focus, though, isn't on the evil. It's on all the hundreds of people who responded to rescue and save lives. Number one, first of all, our prayers and condolences to the family and family members and those who have lost loved ones. Prayers to the survivors who are still in the hospital recovering from their wounds. Our prayers and hope to those whose lives are changed forever as a result of being part of this tragedy. Also want to thank and recognize those heroes out there, the police, the SWAT team, the paramedics, the ER nurses, the doctors, the hospital surgeons and staff who have taken care of all the injured, they are truly the heroes in this, in this tragedy. Now, what do you, you know, what's a hero? Well, when there is a bomb, a blast, a bullet, something horrible, they're the ones who rush towards the tragedy. They rush towards the fire. They rush towards the bullet rather than away from it. Those are truly your heroes. And also to the bystanders who helped the fallen, who rendered first aid, God bless you for doing that, for helping your fellow man and fellow woman. And for the people who couldn't be there to help, for the people who donated blood, that what a wonderful thing to do to give the gift of life and donate blood. So once again, the evil few, and we're outnumbered by the response of so many good people. And this is what we see so many times in America. There's only just a few evil people, but everybody else is overwhelming them with the goodness that you see to overwhelm the evil. I'd like to mention a few of our honorable mentions today. Uh, the first is from our cousin Denise in Colorado, who listened into our show, and she sent us an email to our website and she wrote, thank you so much for your program. I've really enjoyed the positive messages. I'm looking for the signs from God in my next journey. See, our cousin Denise has had some medical issues she's been challenged with over the last several years. In, In her email, she also wrote, it is true that you have to look for the positive things in every situation. I feel my positive attitude has brought me a lot of strength. Thank you for the encouragement I am gaining through your program. I will keep you informed on my progress. God bless you in your program. Well, Cousin Denise, God bless you and our prayers to you for your recovery and 
and for the for your health in the in the years ahead. Because of our show today is being dedicated to working moms rather than, and that's actually sort of a redundant phrase, redundant term, working moms, because you know all moms are working. They're always busy doing something. Uh, one of my honorable mentions is gonna be to my friend, Dr. Jacqueline Bell-Jones. She's the chaplain for Hospice of the West in Arizona. She shared with me via email after hearing about our show and listening in, she shared about her first grandchild, Julian David, who was born September 5th in San Antonio, Texas. Her daughter, Alea, plans to be a stay-at-home mom with a baby for about a year and then go back to work. Uh, my friend Jacqueline was hoping she'd wait at least a few years, but Alea told her, Mom, you didn't stay home. You and Dad worked and raised me, and I turned out just fine. Well, Alea did. She has a PhD in chemical engineering and travels abroad for her company. So good luck to you, Alea, and good work, Jacqueline, on raising a great daughter. I also want to do an honorable mention to grandparents today, uh, specifically for the grandparents of the, the, uh, of the kids uh, who belong to the moms who we're going to interview. Uh, one of our guests, uh, her parents are Barb and Glenn, who are home babysitting their beautiful grandchildren, Crosby and Cameron. Cameron. And then uh, to Grandpa Rick, who is babysitting beautiful granddaughter Addison today while her baby brother Alex is in studio. Alex is my five-month-old adorable grandson, so I'm getting my grandma fixed right now. Um, so we're going to talk in a few minutes about the moms because they are the highlight of our program. A little bit of a medical message here. It's that time of year. Yes, you know it. It's time to get your flu shots, everybody. Uh, the latest warning is to be prepared for a very rocky flu season. The way the researchers figure this out, they look at Australia because right now Australia is having a very rough flu season. So based on what they experience in their winter, which is June to the end of August, they've used that to predict what to expect for our flu season. Uh, Tony Fauci, who is the head of the National Institutes of Allergies, Infectious Disease, and Bethesda, it's a part of the NIH, uh, he says that this year's flu vaccine is a pretty good match to the virus that's out there. But a lot of us know that the virus can mutate multiple times from the time you receive your vaccine to whatever you wind up getting exposed to, that can mutate. So it takes a bit of guesswork uh, to figure out the right sort of formula for the vaccine. Uh, the CDC recommends you get your flu shot by the end of October. It takes about two weeks to get the protection from the vaccine and your antibody titers rise in time for the flu season, which usually starts November, peaks in February. The other thing about when you get your flu shot is that uh, studies are showing that if you stay positive, you develop better immunity. There was a study out of Great Britain in which they studied older people, and they found those older people, uh, ages 65 to 85, who got their flu shots, who were in a pretty good mood, had a better immune response, and had higher antibody titers later. So uh, stay positive when you get those shots if you could do that. Staying positive is such an important asset of life. It's an important gift and attribute. And I think of the most positive people I know, and they're definitely moms. You know, moms are the unsung heroes in a lot of ways. They, they bring us into the world. They take care of us. They see us when we're helpless. They inspire us. They coach us. They support us emotionally and often financially throughout our lives. No one ever takes the place of mom. 
So today, we're going to talk about mompreneurs. That's right. It's a very interesting term, mom, and then instead of entrepreneur, it's preneur, so mompreneurs. In other words, moms who are raising their kids, but also running their own businesses. They're, they're co trying to combine both of those. And the definition, you'll look that up, it's a female business owner who is actively balancing the role of mom and the role of entrepreneur. And it is a tough balancing act. The hardest thing, I really believe, the hardest job you'll ever have in your life is to be a parent. My, my parent journey, you know, I, I've been very blessed with many awards and distinctions and the hardest, the hardest degree isn't the MD degree, it's the MOM degree. Uh, I got my MD in 1981, medical degree. Two years before then, I got my MRS degree for the first time. I was married in the second year of medical school. When I was 32, right after my residency in internal medicine, I had my first son, Andrew. I was a lieutenant commander in the U.S. Navy, and the Navy stationed me at a clinic in Port Huaynimi, California, north of Los Angeles. So I was working full-time, seeing patients during the day, running a clinic, running their ER. At night, I would, every four weeks, pull overnight duty. So that was what I was doing. Well, at age 34, we added a second child. Our son, Jason, was born, also during my Port Wainimi tour. And uh, I was very fortunate. The father of my sons, uh, my husband at that time, was an attorney. He was working for a law firm in L.A., had a great job. And you wonder, well, here I am as a working physician, military officer. My husband was an attorney. How did you balance that? We, we didn't have a nanny. I, I hired a nanny very briefly. And after a week of watching my nanny uh, spend time rocking my baby while I was running around cleaning the house and cleaning the toilets and running ragged, I said, you know, we got to do it a better way. And, and I wanted to spend more time hands-on with my kids. Uh, when my sons were born, they stayed in daycare uh, after five months. In the first five months of life, we were very blessed, very blessed with grandparents. Uh, my mother and father would come up from San Diego and uh, Andrew and Jason's paternal grandmother, Grammy, from San Diego would come up as well, and they would rotate visiting us and taking care of the kids, or they would even go bring the babies down to San Diego to take care of them. When they were from five months to about two years of age, they had a wonderful daycare center on base, so I would bring them in with me to work, I'd drop them off at daycare, and then run off to work. But of course, what happens is your kids get sick. So uh, I was very fortunate to find Jeanette Bodigheimer, who listens in, and she is in Ohio, and she was the wife of a CB enlisted man there. She lived on base, had two little kids, and so whenever the kids would get sick, I would call Jeanette, I'd pick them up from daycare, drop them off, give them some time, I'll drop them off with Jeanette. She would watch them until the end of the day when I would pick them up. And of course, it's not done. You pick up your kids, you bring them home, you bathe them, you feed them, you get them ready for bed, you do your prayers, you read to them, you're in bed, and then it's about 10 o'clock at night, and how do you know when a, a mom's an entrepreneur, a mompreneur? Usually you'll get emails from her about 10 o'clock at night, uh, and you're like, wow, all of a sudden I'm hearing from her, I'm getting texts. Well, it's because the kids and the hubby are asleep, I can catch up on my business. So that's, that's how they keep going. And you sort of wonder when you look back, I have the advantage now that was over 30 years ago that I was in that mode, uh, you wonder how you ever got that energy. And I guess there was a way, the reason God invented menopause is to say, you're done with that, okay? You can get a break now. And instead you can be grandma, you can, you can spoil your grandkids and enjoy them. 
But looking back, you sort of wonder, how the heck did you get through that? You're constantly juggling, trying to be flexible. Um, you're being doing that balancing act of trying to be a good mom, a good businesswoman. So today in studio, we've got two incredible women who are mompreneurs. We've got Erin Stevens, who is my daughter in love, I love to call her that, and Allison Smith, who is another busy working mompreneur. So let me tell you briefly about both of these incredible women who found the time in their busy schedules to be here today. It's only because Allison's parents are watching her kids and Aaron's father-in-law, Grandpa Rick, is watching Addison while Alex sits in studio with Maddie uh, getting her grandma tied. But Erin Stevens, Erin is a native Arizonan. She has an exciting life as a Shackley distributor. Her mother was a Shackley distributor. Uh, she's a freelance graphic designer and a stay-at-home mom of two. Uh, Addison's two, Alex is five months old. Erin uh, has a bachelor's degree in visual communications from the University of Phoenix and several years experience as a senior graphic designer for a local print and mail company. Uh, after Addison was born, Erin decided to become a full-time mompreneur and use her talents as her own boss. So her future is going to be exciting. It holds many growing businesses as her family uh, keeps her busy. So welcome today, Erin. We're going to interview you in our second half. I do want to also introduce our other guest, Allison Smith. Allison has a master's in education, is a board-certified life coach who focuses her coaching practice on helping kindergarten through 12th grade teachers fight burnout and face the unique challenges of the teaching profession. And I can't think of anybody else who would burn out, really, than, than teachers, uh, as well as moms, you know, from their job, except moms can't quit and say, I'm done. <laughs> teachers are always on in, in the classroom. So uh, Allison started her career as a teacher in inner city Phoenix, and then she spent over 10 years as a teacher trainer and curriculum developer. After seeing teachers leave the profession in droves due to the harsh realities and challenges, Allison decided to start her own coaching business, which is incredible, to address the issue. Now Allison works with teachers all over the country as a personal life coach, helping teachers develop strategies to stay healthy, happy, and striving in their teacher life. So thank you two ladies for being here today. Uh, I'm going to pause for a break because I want to focus the next uh, 17 minutes after our break on both of you and asking you about your lives and questions. So everybody stay tuned for a quick break. We'll be back to talk to Aaron Stevens and Allison Smith, our mompreneurs in studio today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Who's your doctor? When I was looking for a doctor, I thought, which person gets the best care of all and whose doctor's credentials are the most carefully reviewed? Well, the answer was obvious. Who looks after the president of the United States? My doctor is the doctor who is taking care of three presidents and their families, Dr. Connie Mariano. I've heard about her. She's board certified in internal medicine and has been practicing medicine for over 30 years. She was at the White House for over nine years and traveled everywhere with the president. Dr. Connie is available to me 24 hours a day, seven days a week by email, cell phone, or Skype. And when I see her in her private office in Scottsdale, she and her staff 
Always treat me like I'm the president. I'm going to call her office now and join her practice. Dr. Connie Mariano, this is the doctor American presidents and their families have trusted with their lives, and I trust you with mine. For information about Dr. Connie Mariano's private practice, you need to visit drcmariano.com. Our nation's educational system is undergoing constant change as technology and society are redefining the system as we have known it. On Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton, we provide parents with the resources they need to understand and become a part of the educational experience for their children. Through engaging guests, news, interactive discussions, and innovative ideas, it's everything that parents should know about school. Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you ready to live younger, longer? Andrew and Aaron Stevens with Apply Everyday Health are partnered with a 100-year-old company to help you build health through natural approaches. Our scientists believe that the key to a healthy lifestyle lies within nature. By using ingredients proven to be safe and effective, our products provide nutrition guaranteed to change your life in a positive way. To find out how you can get the same top-of-the-line vitamins taken daily by Olympic athletes, astronauts, and the White House doctor herself, visit applyeveryday.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. tuned in to House Calls with former White House physician, Dr. Connie Mariano. If you have a question or comment for our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drconnieradio at gmail.com. That's drconnieradio at gmail.com. Now, back to House Calls with Dr. Connie. We're really fortunate today to have in studio two incredible mompreneurs, moms who are stay-at-home moms raising their kids, uh, ages five and four months, ages two and five months, so these are really busy moms, but also who have their own businesses. And it's an amazing uh, thing to do, and it's a challenge, even from someone like me who raised her children in the dark ages. But we've got Erin Stevens, who is a busy mom of two, Addison, age two, Alex, five months old, and she is a Shackley distributor and a freelance graphic designer. And she's in studio along with Allison Smith, who has a master's in education, board-certified life coach, and dedicates her coaching practice to helping teachers ages kindergarten to 12th 12th grade. Um, Allison's uh, two little ones are five-year-old Cameron and four-month-old Crosby. So thank you, ladies, for, for being in studio. Let's start off with a little bit about your background. You know, it's almost like if you were at a cocktail party, which you can't do it now because you're breastfeeding. <laughs> Not Well, you could be in it right now. But what would you tell someone if Erin uh, Stevens, if they said, tell us a little bit about yourself, Erin? Yeah, so my background um, is I grew up in a small town and I moved down here to the valley for college. Uh, that's where I met my husband in college. Um, I bounced around majors for a little while before I finally landed on graphic design. Um, once I once we realized we were expecting our first child, I was looking for a way that I could stay home and 
Um, I, I love my job, but it, going to the office every day didn't seem like something I wanted to do as a mom. So, so I started. I set up our freelance design business, and I also started an Etsy shop, which is now where most of my designs end up. Um, and then beyond that, I started my Shackley business. It's been in my family for four generations now. My kids are fourth generation Shackley users. So um, you decided it was sort of a natural thing to go into Shackley. How do people reach you? How do you find your clients and customers? It's a lot of just talking to people that I meet and see what, what it is that they need and how I can help them. Um, uh, moms are, are great because they, they need the energy. Shackley has a lot of natural energy products and nutrition that I can help them and kind of keep going through the day. And um, I've, I've built a team that has other moms on it so they can do the same thing that we do. And it, it's just a lot of fun. It makes it fun and makes you able to be at home and be with your kids. Uh, Allison, tell Allison Smith, tell us about a little bit about your background and, and then your business as well. We'd love to hear about that. Sure. I uh, grew up in Arizona, I'm an Arizona native, and I uh, went away to uh, University of Oregon for school. Um, and I came back and uh, taught in inner city Phoenix, which was a wonderful experience. Um, and a couple years in, I actually met my husband uh, in 2010. We met, and um, then in 2012, we had our first child, Cameron. Um, and at that point, I had actually left the teaching profession. We, um, I was able to get a job in the corporate world doing education work, which was a wonderful transition, um, and actually had a working-from-home job, um, still full-time, but working from home, uh, which was wonderful. And then I traveled a little bit, which was, you know, added a challenge. Um, and then we have just recently had our second child, Crosby, who is only four months old. And so we're just getting adjusted to what this new life as a family of four is like. And that's all a blessing. Well, you know, you both have some amazing careers, amazing businesses that hopefully are thriving currently now as you balance trying to, you know, be at home, be with your kids, raise them. Um, what are the, some of the tough things that you've experienced in, in trying to balance and, and make things happen with raising the kids and then trying to do your business at the same time, Erin? Uh, yeah, balance is, is tough. It's a lot of time management, a lot of being very intentional with my time. Um, one thing I do at the beginning of every week is look at what's coming and, make, and plug in what I, I hope to do. But the nice thing about having my own business is it is flexible because I do have a five-month-old that sometimes doesn't sleep very well and a two-year-old who who knows how she'll throw off my day. So um, it's a lot of grace with myself and being able to rearrange my schedule as needed but with some goals in mind that I make sure I get done each, each day. What do you do? Do you have a, a way that you have a backup system if you need additional help? Who do you, who do you usually call upon? Do you have a sitter or other people you use? About once a week we have Grandpa come and he hangs out with, with Addison at least, sometimes Alex, depending on how he's doing. And I am able to crank out a few hours of work that way. And then um, we have a, a, a friend who comes and babysits on occasion, too. So that really helps. Coach. Absolutely. How about you, Allison? How about the challenges that you've experienced in trying to balance being mom and being a businesswoman? Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot. So I think I would say that my biggest challenge is peace. You know, just finding the peace amidst 
the chaos. And I would echo what Aaron said about um, being able to, you know, plan and, and, you know, sort of manage all the logistics of where the kid's going and what do I have on my schedule this week and all of that. So that's definitely a challenge. But I think for me, and especially as I try to, you know, mirror a life like Christ is, you know, how to turn it over um, to the Prince of Peace and just yeah. ask him to help me be peaceful amidst, you know, a all lot of, of the prayer, chaos. Yeah, a lot of prayer. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you realize all the things that are on your plate, and then you realize your to-do list mm-hmm. is a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, you're on that to-do list. And one of the things I tell working moms is don't forget you. Because if you get sick, if you don't get enough sleep, you know, everybody feels the impact. That's it right. affects everything. So you got to also feed yourself and and. Towards the end of our show, I'll talk about the pluses of staying, having your own business. That you know, this is something nobody can take away. That's yours. You own it. You know, you, you make it succeed and you make it make it happen. As you go through this, you, when you look back at what you do and you look about how you were raised, were your moms working moms? Uh, what in your family? Aaron? Did your mom? She, she was a Shackley distributor too, right? She was, but not since she had children. So she did that in college, yeah, um, and then. When I was born, she worked for a couple of years, but she was a stay-at-home mom for the majority of when I was growing up, and my dad worked full-time. You know, I really think the stay-at-home moms is the hardest job. And when when my kids were little, little I would bring them into daycare, and then I'd go into the clinic, and, I, and I'd sit down, and I would tell people, this is my only time to rest. I don't have to chase little people around, mm-hmm. and I can have a cup of coffee, and I can listen to people who usually listen to what I say or tell people and they will listen to me versus little ones who run off. So, and you get some modicum of respect. And and so that's something that nourishes you. How about you, Allison? Oh man, in the same exact way. I have to find time for myself. I have to find those quiet moments. I actually wake up early. That's kind of my thing. And um, we have a little timer that exists now that it's a, it's like an alarm clock, but it turns green when the kids can come out. So my daughter wakes up early, but then she has to stay in her room until the alarm clock turns green. And the reason I'm particular about that is because that is my time. That's my time for my prayers. That's my time to kind of get centered for the day. Um, and it's really important to me. <laughs> tell me about when you life coach teachers, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, what do you tell them so they don't ever avoid burnout? You know, as a life coach, we ask a lot more questions than provide advice, actually. Um, and one of the things that I, I just try to ask is, you know, how where do you find rest? How do you find rest? Because we have to um, find those moments. It's just like you said, it's relating it to, to being a mom. It's the same exact thing. We've got to find um, those moments because it's an investment. You think of it as not just for you. It's actually for your family. It's actually in for teachers. It's actually for your students. Mm-hmm. And if you can get out of thinking about it as something selfish to do, but rather something you're doing for your students. I have to keep track of, of myself. I can't lose myself in this or else I'll, you know, burn out. Yeah. You know, it's funny. One of the things we experience as mom is mom guilt. Yeah. You know, when I was raising my kids, I always felt guilty. It was like yeah. you could never be the best at anything right. because I'm trying to be a good wife, a good mom, a good Christian, a good, you know, naval officer, a good phys. I mean, and it's just. And, you know, if you take, if you apply your energy to one, are you pulling back from the other? Right. And if it's, if it's going well, every, everything is thriving in terms of succeeding. And 
they tell you, number one, get rid of mommy guilt. Okay, yeah. that's something that, you know, you always think, oh, am I hurting, am I damaging my child? I drop them off at daycare, they're crying. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna hurt them. And then I go back later, a few minutes to check on them and they're fine, they're okay. Right. And fortunately, my, my kids have been great. They have not needed uh, therapy as a result of me <laughs> being away the times I was away. But it is that balancing act yeah. of trying to figure, what do I need to do that's right? To, to, to make it work. Um, who has been supportive of you in your business, Allison? Who, who have you found has been helpful? Well, oh my gosh. First off, my husband, first and foremost, because actually the reason I got into life coaching for teachers is because as a mom, when I first became a mom and Cameron was little, I was struggling with that mom guilt big mm -hmm. time. And um, I actually met a life coach uh, through our church and went to go see her. And she challenged me to figure out um, if there was a world in which I could stay home with them. Mm -hmm. And so my husband sat with me and we did this crazy brainstorming session of what different you know things stars would have to align if I were going to become mm -hmm. if I were going to stay home and um, we decided to pay off our mortgage basically we laughed we said well we wouldn't if we didn't have a mortgage payment then we could do this and then we were kind of like oh wait is that a possibility yeah. and we worked for two years really really hard putting everything at that um, so that we could do that and in the meantime I was building up this business and so without his support in this and and being a partner with me to accomplish a crazy goal that enabled us not only for me to be home but then to start this business um, and believing in that dream it gets me all choked up because he's he's just been my rock but of course my parents because they have been able to provide us for, with child care so that I can make this work um, you know and all of the friends and family that have supported us it's been it's been incredible you know I've read some books recently about how the grandparenting group has changed over the years and this day and age we have very hands-on grandparents who are very involved with being there physically with their kids, uh, mentoring their kids, you know, being there for the babysitting, helping raise their kids. You've got a lot of grandparents who are actually raising kids for, for working moms yeah. and being financially, emotionally supportive of them because it's such a big help and because they it's their way to impact the, the growth and development of their children. And uh, it, it's such a thing. And one of yeah. the things that comes to mind as I talk to you about your husband, you know, I, for the people out there who are thinking of marrying somebody, just try to imagine how do we problem solve? Because really the, the true test of a relationship is how do you solve, number one, deciding to have kids, bringing them into the world, and what do you do about child rearing? Are you in agreement? Are you supportive? Is it something where it's her job, not mine, or we're gonna work as a team? And part of the success of raising children is you're both on the same page in terms of your values, what you tell your kids is important, how you raise them, your faith, and then being flexible. And I always think, I, there's this phrase I use, is called Semper Gumby, and it's about being flexible and, and, and making things work. And it's also having a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And we've got Aaron back in studio, as we were talking <laughs> about. Tell us about sense of humor. As our little Alex was there, I know, and um, he's adorable. but. You know, for the things that you've had, I mean, you've had rough times trying to balance being mom, doing your business. Have you ever thought, oh, what am I doing? Have you ever had those frustrating moments about, you know, what do I do next? Oh, yeah, every, <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you've got great friends, support You know, you've got sort of a support group among your women friends on Facebook, I notice, and at your church have been very helpful, haven't they? Yeah, we have a great group, and a lot of them are working moms or mompreneurs as well, so they they get it, and we help each other out here and there, send a kid over <laughs> to someone else's house when we need to, and it's very helpful to have that network. You know, I think that the thing that's helped the most as a parent is that you're not alone, that you go to your group, which is Cornerstone Church, and you've got a large group of supportive women, of moms there. And when you look, your, ki- your kids are about the same age. So you know, you know, I'm not the only one going through this. And it is hard. And it, nothing totally prepares you. You can read up all about it and babysit and raise siblings. But until that's your kid, you know, it is the hardest thing and to, to do that. And one of the things we always talk about is just get rid of that guilt part. That doesn't. That shouldn't fly. That's not going to help you in any way. The fact that you bring these children in the world, you're responsible for them, you're doing the best you can. But, but part of it is, you know, being a mompreneur is also you feed yourself, you feel, feed your soul and in, in, in your purpose and what you do to support your family, <clears throat> to grow your kids. And in a lot of ways, and one of the things I'll talk about in the last section is, is being the, the role model that you do. Um, is there someone in your life as a as a, a role model that you look at in terms of raising children or business? Is there somebody you look to? Gosh, well, I would first and say first and foremost say my mom. You know, she she really prioritized us, which was wonderful. Um, and then, thankfully, I have a, a wonderful mentor um, for coaching, um, who was my first coach. Um, and so I look to both of them as, you know, as huge inspirations and sources of support. Um, and then my husband, too, he has a background in marketing. So he helps me with the business side of things and brainstorms with me on, you know, initiatives I should do or new programs I should put together for teachers. So it's wonderful. You know, definitely got to have your partner. Okay. How about you, Aaron, for, for your marriage and, and with with Andrew, how's that worked out with balancing and supporting your business? Andrew's very supportive. <clears throat> he's he's traveled with me for Jacqueline a couple of times and, and taken time off from his full time job to do that with me. Um, similar to Allison, he has the marketing background, so he helps with um, he helped me get the social media site up. And yeah, we're definitely a team when it gets to the Jacqueline business. Yeah, the good you know the good couples are something where. The, the partner pitches in and helps out. My husband, John, gives me lots of business advice and it's very helpful for that. So I get free consulting on the side. <laughs> so it really, it does help. When you look at, I think of the population out there is listening in and the working moms out there and actually and grandparents too. Is there is there some good advice you'd like to share with working moms out there that, who may be going through what you have that who, not only moms, but ones who think, ah, I may start a business. How can I make this happen? What, what advice would you give? Uh, well, I would just say to, to entertain, you know, your inspiration, to entertain your ideas and possibilities that even make you scared. And I know that for me, I didn't think I could do it. But in the end, I'm just a regular person and I can do it. So anyone can do it. it just takes a bit of organization and, <laughs> and a lot of humor and a lot of prayer <laughs> exactly. um, and support. But but go for it. Absolutely. How about you, Erin? What's your advice to moms out there? Yeah, I would agree. Just go for it. There's no um, secret sauce. Just 
find something that you love to do and you can make it work and organization is key and finding just simplifying processes throughout the day even if it has to do with the kids and not the business just to make your life run a little easier excellent wonderful good advice so everyone hopefully you've you've taken that to heart also the grandparents to pitch in uh, when you see your kids struggling and just say hey listen I need some grandbaby time let me let me babysit let me come in uh, let me bring some dinner over uh, that always helps them a lot so we're gonna take a little break here and then come back in a few minutes and then we'll wrap it up so uh, please come back in a few minutes and we'll listen more about uh, the challenges and joys of being a working mom. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to live younger, longer? Andrew and Aaron Stevens with Apply Everyday Health are partnered with a 100-year-old company to help you build health through natural approaches. Our scientists believe that the key to a healthy lifestyle lies within nature. By using ingredients proven to be safe and effective, our products provide nutrition guaranteed to change your life in a positive way. To find out how you can get the same top-of-the-line vitamins taken daily by Olympic athletes, astronauts, and the White House doctor herself, visit applyeveryday.com. Life carries many uncertainties. Just when we think we may know where we are headed or think we have what we need, life happens and we are redirected. Join host Trina Wines each week for Life Happens, Let's Talk. By hearing stories from people just like you, as well as guest experts who can help, you'll arrive at your own understanding of the role you play in creating the outcome of your life. Listen live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Who's your doctor? When I was looking for a doctor, I thought, which person gets the best care of all and whose doctor's credentials are the most carefully reviewed? Well, the answer was obvious. Who looks after the President of the United States? My doctor is the doctor who is taking care of three presidents and their families. Dr. Connie Mariano. I've heard about her. She's board certified in internal medicine and has been practicing medicine for over 30 years. She was at the White House for over nine years and traveled everywhere with the president. Dr. Connie is available to me 24 hours a day, seven days a week by email, cell phone, or Skype. And when I see her in her private office in Scottsdale, she and her staff always treat me like I'm the president. I'm going to call her office now and join her practice. Dr. Connie Mariano. This is the doctor American presidents and their families have trusted with their lives, and I trust you with mine. For information about Dr. Connie Mariano's private practice, you need to visit drcmariano.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to House Calls with former White House physician, Dr. Connie Mariano. If you have a question or comment for our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drconnieradio at gmail.com. That's drconnieradio at gmail.com. Now, back to House Calls with Dr. Connie. Connie. 
We've just shared an inspiring hour with two very busy women, uh, Aaron Stevens and Allison Smith, who are mompreneurs, full-time moms who have their own business. We're going to post on Facebook uh, ways to access their businesses if you're interested. Allison Smith has her website, www.ateachersbestfriend.com for women who are looking for life coaching and her specialty as with her masters in education has been helping kindergarten through 12th grade teachers fight burnout and face the challenges but she knows what women go through as working moms and and owning their business Erin Stevens also very busy mom is a Shackley distributor freelance graphic designer we will have her information on my website for you to to click on and log on. So I thank these wonderful ladies for being here today. As I think about what moms do, you ever wonder how much as a mom you're worth? Well, if you look on salary.com, and this was a few years ago, so not taking into account the minimum wage change, what is a working mom worth? When you look at what a mom does, there are many, many jobs a mom performs. She's a daycare teacher, she's a CEO, a psychologist, a housekeeper, a laundry operator, computer operator, facilities manager, a janitor, van driver. On average, the statistics show that working women juggle about 57.9 additional hours of work at home in addition to what they do. So if you look at a base salary using at that you know minimum wage 40 hours that's at least fifty thousand dollars over time about 18 hours is another twenty eight thousand you know your minimum salary is going to be about seventy grand that's seventy grand just being that and what mompreneurs do is they do all those things in addition to bringing revenue in from their own business just like Aaron and Allison do so it supplements the family income but it also the thing that I find that's priceless it impacts their children in very positive ways and there are several studies that show that that women working women whose moms worked are more likely to have jobs themselves so you're training the next generation and they're also more likely to hold supervisory positions in those jobs and earn, earn higher wages than women whose moms weren't having additional businesses in addition to raising them also men who are raised by working moms are more likely to contribute to household chores because they know what it's like growing up in a home where mom's trying to juggle everything so they're very compassionate and sympathetic to that and they spend more time caring for their kids you know because they're they've seen it in their own lives so they're very sensitive to that working your own business at home in addition to combating maternal gift of moms who have to leave the house to work because you're able to be at home but you're also adding on work. There's lots of advantages to, to working, uh, having your own job and working out of the home. Number one I think is important is the sense of purpose. Uh, for many women the sense of purpose doesn't stop with having kids. You know you're defined beyond what you bring into this world, beyond your kids. We're each created by God uh, for a special purpose. It may be just to bring children to the world, but a lot of times God says, no, I've got some more work for you to do. It may be your interests, your gifts, your talents, things that derive from your creativity. Definitely those things you seek that can add to your enrichment in your life are important. The other thing is financial and personal satisfaction. You feel personally fulfilled in your business and your job. You contribute to your family. You're bringing money in. 
not only do you bring in the bacon, but you're cooking it too along with your husband's. Um, your husband isn't the only breadwinner, so you never have to feel guilty about spending somebody else's money. Uh, as I said, I never want to ask my husband money to go buy a dress. Uh, I can, you know, I tell people I'm high maintenance, but I, I'm self-maintenance, so that's a good thing. Uh, the other is identity. Your identity exists beyond being an MOM. So, you know, you're a businesswoman, you own your company, you're responsible for that. Those are so important, I think, in helping you grow. And the other thing I think that's important is that you're a role model for your kids, that you, you show them this work ethic about uh, being responsible, being organized, being f fiscally uh, responsible, and being creative. I think those are all good things uh, that can happen with that. So I think this show, uh, for the moms out there who are struggling, uh, and are exhausted all the time, that's normal. Uh, there, there are times that as a mom you feel like you never sleep. That's very true. You, uh, you just gotta try to find some time to, for yourself. Even if it's a few minutes away when the kids are taking their naps, you need some downtime, you need to rest. Don't neglect your health. Go for your routine physicals. That's important because if you're sick, you know it impacts everybody and your immune system can be involved with that. You find it as a mom, my mom used to say, my late mom used to say, when you're tired and sleepy, you hold your baby, you kiss him on the forehead, and just the, the scent of your baby gives you that energy, wakes you up again, because that's so important to, to rekindle your love and realize, I may be tired, but I have a purpose. I'm, I'm bringing into this world these lives and I'm impacting that. But it isn't just that alone. And for us, many of us, and women nowadays, that's not enough. It's not enough to, to bear the children and to raise them. I want to do more. And I think when children see that at home, they get excited that mom has other interests, mom is current in what's going on in the world, education-wise, and being inspired by growing and learning. I think those things are so important in what we do and contribute to the world. So I want to thank the moms out there for what they do 24-7. And a lot of ways, we, you know, we started with our, our show with the sad news of, of tragedy and loss of life. We also talked about heroes. And moms are really heroes. You know, they hear a baby crying, they're not running away. They're running to the crying baby. They're solving the problems. They're figuring out what to do next and being organized is number one. Organization is key. What do I do? How do we organize the day and get everything done? They're very organized, but they're also flexible. There's a lot to be said of being flexible and saying, if it doesn't go as planned, we're just going to improvise. We're going to solve the problem. We're going to be focused on keeping the kids safe and healthy, and we're just going to move on. And then I'll organize the time to work on the business, but we'll make it happen. And I think it's that sense of humor with that, but also not beating ourselves up. It's being a good life coach, as Allison talked about, what she does for our teachers and, and for the moms out there. So I want to thank you for listening in today to Dr. Connie's House Calls, and thank you to our special guests, Aaron Stevens and Allison Smith, and to all the moms out there. God bless you for what you do. You are our heroes. So y'all have a wonderful week, and God bless. Thank you again for joining us this week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. We'll be back next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a terrific week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.